Hello, Screamer, and welcome back to Scream Stream, where every week I review the best and the worst of streaming horror with no spoilers. I'm your host, James Gass, and something I just realized, that calling you a Screamer sounds kind of bad. Should I change that? Is anybody insulted by that, me calling you a Screamer? I, I just thought about that. If that insults you, I apologize. Let me know. <laughs> I'll figure something out. But anyway, on for this week's episode, uh, I have a pretty good show for you lined up, a nice little review, and then some news, and uh, maybe like a couple other things that I want to mention, as I did last week. Uh, I kind of like this format, getting the review out of the way, and then kind of moving into other stuff. So for this week's review, it is Dead Rising Watchtower, and this is a Crackle exclusive. Uh, if you're familiar with, if you're not familiar with Crackle, it's a website where you can stream movies for free, basically. Uh, the only caveat is that they put ads in there. Dead Rising was released uh, last week. I believe it was last week. And it currently has a 5.5 on IMDb. And for a very, very brief plot synopsis, a group of people fight to survive in a zombie-infested town. That's a super brief plot synopsis, and that basically sums up the film. It was directed by Zach Lepofsky, written by Tim Carter, and it stars Megan Ori, Keegan Connor Tracy, Virginia Madsen, and Dennis Haysbert, who you should recognize from Allstate. And uh, it also stars Rob Riggle, which I've seen him in a few things. Uh, most recently, uh, he's been on uh, New Girl, the New Girl show. Um, and there's a few other people that I recognize in there. So they got some decent actors in there. And speaking of the acting, uh, it was actually pretty good. I was expecting a sub sci-fi-ish kind of movie. Uh, but instead, it proved me wrong. And they hired some pretty good actors. And all the actors did a pretty good job. I was fairly impressed. As for the look of the film... Uh, it had a nice look to it. It had a nice little cinematic look. Uh, there was like some really cool color grading happening. Uh, just the way the film was shot and like the cinematography. Uh, it had a really cool look uh, to it. Uh, and as for the story goes, it had a better story than I uh, anticipated. So like a lot of zombie films, they try to... I don't know, they try to start off like tr like explaining what's happened and kind of move you into it that way. You know, especially if it's a film like this where the zombie apocalypse has already happened. Usually they try to fill you in at the very beginning. This doesn't. It kind of just throws you right in. And through the dialogue, this, the story is told to you and through the action, which is good. That's the way it's supposed to be. Um, they don't try to explain it to you in this boring lecture sort of way. And I've seen a lot of zombie films do that. This one doesn't though. It just throws you right in there and kind of explains it through character dialogue, which I liked a lot. I thought it was very clever. The story in itself and the whole story about this particular zombie apocalypse was pretty interesting. I liked it. Uh, it involves like a, a vaccine kind of thing for zombieism. And then the outbreak happens. Don't worry. That's not spoiling anything. 
Uh, but then later on, you find out more about certain things or certain um, plot pieces in the film. And the story, I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty original. Well, I don't want to say original because the zombie apocalypse film is never original. Uh, but it was a well-thought-out story, a well, well-written story, too. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't very scary. Uh, it was more of an more of an action kind of flick, sort of like an underworld kind of thing. Uh, there wasn't like there weren't any jump scares. Actually, there was no jump scares. It was all just sort of zombie killing action, and I'm okay with that. I mean, it 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 knows what it is, and it does it pretty well. It's not trying to be this scary movie. It's trying to be a fun action flick, and that's what it was, or horror action flick, and, that, and, and it worked. I thought it was great. Uh, sure, it was kind of cheesy in a few parts. There was a few scenes that I thought, oh boy, here we go. Here comes the cheese. Uh, but those scenes didn't last very long, and it picked it right up. My biggest issue with the whole thing was the commercials. And this isn't the filmmaker's fault. It's not the movie's fault. It's Crackle's fault. Uh, like, if, if you watch a film on Hulu, you have, like, maybe two commercials. And they put, like, a little thing on there. It says your content will resume in, you know, like, 30 seconds or 60 seconds. Crackle played the same commercials over and over and over. And sometimes, within the same commercial break the commercial would just repeat itself. It was terrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. I was annoyed throughout the whole thing. I mean, this is a two hour movie and all these commercials threw on an extra, it seemed like 30 minutes. Uh, so yeah, the commercials just oh, really bothered me. I was really irritated about that, but enough about that. Uh, the movie's great. Well, let me, let me rephrase <laughs> The movie's pretty good. It's not exactly great, but it's a fun watch. If you don't have anything to do on like a Saturday afternoon, I would recommend you check it out. It's not terrible. Uh, it's not a blockbuster hit either, but at hey, at least it had great acting and it looked good and the story was compelling. Uh, so I do recommend it. And I think for my rating, uh, I'll give it. Oh, man. I think I'll give this one like a B minus because it, I mean, it was a fun watch, but it had its issues. Uh, they weren't terrible issues, but it did have its issues, but Hey, look, a B minus is still pretty good. I would still recommend it. It has a 5.5 on IMDb. I think for their rating, I don't know if that's fair. And I might go like a little higher than that. So if you take my rating, which I usually do like, letters and you apply that to a number scale. So one out of 10, what would be like a B minus like a six, 6.5, something like that. Yeah. So I would give it like a 6.5. That sounds about right. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It was based off of a video game uh, that I played back in the day. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe 2007 or so when the video game came out, maybe 2008. I did play it. I loved it. I thought it was a really cool game. So it was, well, it was based on the game. And I read an interview with the director recently, and he said he actually never played the game. But when he went to go make the movie, he sat down, played the thing all the way through. 
Uh, and if he saw stuff in the game that he really liked, he'd put it in the movie. So it was thinking about it in that way, you know, like a, a video game or a film based on a video game. It was probably one of the better adaptations I've seen. Uh, I liked it a lot better than Resident Evil. I thought Resident Evil was just a horrible film adaptation. Uh, the movie was okay, but as a as a game adaptation, it was just ter- it was terrible. Uh, it didn't stick to the game hardly any. But I thought this one did okay, and I would recommend it. Go check it out. It's on Crackle. Uh, but I tell you what, though, if you do want to watch it, wait to see if you can rent it on DVD or maybe iTunes or Google Play. Because the commercials will drive you freaking insane. So if you can wait to see it on one of those places where you can watch it just commercial free, I would recommend that. I mean, you can go ahead and watch it on Crackle if you want to. I just, it really bugged the crap out of me. So, yeah, B- minus for Dead Rising Watchtower. Widespread investigation of reports from funeral homes, morgues, and hospitals has concluded that the unburied dead are coming back to life and seeking human victims. So a couple of interesting things happening in the news this week. Uh, Actor Robert Zdarsky, or Robert Zdar for short, uh, passed away. Uh, He starred in the Maniac Cop movies. He was the Maniac Cop. He was also in Samurai Cop, Soul Taker, uh, Tango and Cash, and a few other, actually a bunch of other films. Uh, He's a character actor. Uh, passed away. So, Robert Zdar, rest in peace, sir. I hope you can hear me wherever you might be. Uh, can I just say this guy is a weird-looking dude? I'm going to put a picture of him up on the website <laughs> in the show notes. He's an odd-looking cat. Uh, his face is just, like, massive. Uh, <laughs> so I'll put that in the show notes. Screenpod.weebly.com slash episodes slash 37, and uh, you can take a look at the guy. Odd looking dude. I apologize. Is that rude of me? Make fun of the guy after he's passed away. That's probably rude. I apologize. Uh, also, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is coming out in uh, 2016, next year. Uh, this was f- uh, based on the book written by Seth Graham Green. Or, no, I'm sorry, Seth Graham Smith. I don't know why I keep saying Green. Every time I say his name, it's Seth Graham Green. Uh, Seth Graham Smith, who also wrote uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which was an awesome book, and uh, I did enjoy the movie. But he wrote Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and the book was really boring. Uh, I read probably like halfway through, and I just couldn't finish it. It was pretty dull, so hopefully the film will be better. Maybe? One can only hope. But there is a, uh, a uh, uh, image of it, a set image uh, up on um, uh, Dread Central. Put a link to that in the show notes as well. And we finally, finally, have some uh, news on Rob Zombie's uh, upcoming film, 31. For a synopsis, 31 follows five carnival workers who are kidnapped the night before Halloween and held hostage in a large secret compound known as Murder World. Once there, they have 12 hours to survive a terrifying game called 31, in which the heads, quote-unquote, 
murderous maniacs dressed as clowns, are released to hunt them down and kill them. So there's your plot synopsis. Uh, I believe I saw this on besthorrormovies.com. Link in the show notes there. And there's also a uh, shot of uh, one of the scenes. Um, I forgot who that is in makeup, but it does look pretty darn creepy. For a lot of folks, Rob Zombie is like a hit and miss kind of thing. Uh, I particularly enjoy his films. Uh, the only film I didn't like by him was Devil's Rejects because I just, I don't know, I just wasn't really into it. Um, but House of Thousand Corpses, I loved. Lords of Salem, I really enjoyed. It was it was a total mind F, but I, I did enjoy that. And then also The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Uh, his Halloween remakes were awesome. I loved them. And then he also, you know, he also directed a CSI Miami episode too. I did not know that until just now. Yeah, 31 is filming now, and hopefully it'll be released sometime late this year or next year. Hopefully. Uh, And then right off the bat here, or just coming in, hot off the presses. There we go. Hot off the presses. Uh, Ted Raimi, uh, brother of Sam Raimi, who was the director of The Evil Dead and Spider-Man, is launching his own web series called Deathly Spirits. And just a little bit from the press release here, inspired by classic horror radio dramas of the 40s and 50s, which bring, which will bring me into uh, another thing I want to talk about uh, in a little bit. Uh, and his love for mixology, Ted Raimi has created a new web series with classic cocktails and ghost stories. Each episode finds Ted in his rotting Edwardian home, telling a frightening story and mixing a craft cocktail to steady the viewer's nerves. This sounds really interesting. The first episode, uh, I believe, is up uh, over at tedramey.com. Yes, the first episode is up. Uh, and hopefully uh, he'll do quite a few of these. I like Ted Raimi, uh, underrated guy. So, yeah, there you go. And speaking of radio dramas from the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, uh, there's a podcast that I listened to, and I wanted to talk about it on this week's show, but I didn't really have a great way of segueing into it until today. Uh, But it's a show called The Horror, and it's by a group called Relic Radio. And what they do is they take all these old radio dramas and clean them up and and release them as podcast episodes. And I've been listening to this podcast now for, I guess, around five or six years. And this guy sounds like he's out of Minnesota, maybe, has taken all of these radio dramas, cleaned them all up, and they're from, like, Suspense. The Creaking Door, uh, Dark Fantasy, the CBS Mystery Radio Theater, uh, a whole bunch of other ones. Uh, there's even one from South Af- Africa that I like. I think that one is The Creaking Door, but it might not be. It might be a different one. Uh, suspense. I think I mentioned Suspense. Uh, but anyway, takes all these old radio shows, cleans them up, repod, and podcasts them out. It's a really, really cool uh, podcast that I love. I like listening to those old radio dramas. Uh, there's just something about them where, like, you have to create all the imagery in your head. I really love that. And you can find those o- over at relicradio.com. Okay, so here, here's a whole whole link address. I also put this in the show notes. Relicradio.com slash OTR slash show slash horror. You'd think they make it a little easier to find. Uh, but there you go. There's all the episodes there. 
Uh, I'm not sure how often he archives them, but you can find like, I think at least the latest 50 on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other places. Love, love, love this show. And if you're familiar with those old radio broadcasts, you will probably love it as well. So go check that out over at Relic Radio. They also have a bunch of old um, other genre shows, uh, adventure shows, drama, crime, all that stuff. So what they're doing is really, really cool. I think they work off of donations as well. So if you want to go and support them in all their efforts of saving all this classic radio drama, go check them out. Relicradio.com. And speaking of supporting shows, uh, if you like this show and you like what I do and you like the content I present to you every week, well, yeah, mostly every week, uh, please consider supporting us over at patreon.com slash screamstream. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash screamstream. Help support the show. Uh, help me pay for um, hosting costs of all the MP3 files. And then also, I mentioned last week, I'm doing a two-month drive. I'm trying to raise at least $50 to pay for an upgrade to the website so I can use my custom domain with it rather than the Weebly one uh, and get that Weebly ad off of there as well. So that's my goal for the next two weeks or two months is to raise at least $50. And you do that through Patreon. Uh, and if you go and subscribe for Patreon, all I really ask is for a dollar. You can give as much as, as much or as little as you want. You can cancel any time. But for at least a buck, you'll get access to the Patreon stream, and uh, you can contact me directly through there. It'd be like your own personal wormhole to me, which sounds kind of creepy. Uh, take that as you will. <laughs> so you can support me through there, or you can make a, a direct donation, a one-time donation, if you don't want to do the monthly thing, uh, and that is cash.me slash dollar sign screenpod. And I'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. And it's cash.me forward slash dollar sign screen pod. I know it's a little weird, uh, but yeah, you can make a one-time donation and that's, that goes through square cash. I love that company. I uh, trust them a lot. So if you want to make a one-time donation, you can do it that way. But uh, either way, you'll be supporting the show and supporting all the content that I bring you. Uh, I do greatly appreciate it. I have some really cool ideas for Scream Stream. Uh, I just can't do them right now because of a uh, lack of funds and I have to have a full-time job. So there you go. <laughs> and, and that's going to wrap it up for this week. And until next week, next week, I'm going to finally review the happiness of the Katakuris. And this was the recommendation I got from Robert Stover. I went and bought the, the DVD off of Amazon. I watched it last week. Uh, but this week I already plan to review uh, Dead Rising. So next week I'm going to review that film. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I have some really interesting thoughts on it. Uh, so check it out next week. Until then, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. Good night.